Standing in front of the mirror, sixteen years later, I remember that officer and wish I had asked for her name. I often think about bumping into her again and thanking her for what she did. I became a police officer because of you, I'd say. You were my childhood hero. I laugh at the thought and stare at my reflection. Then I pull a face, which is supposed to reduce my chance of wrinkles, but makes me look like I'm busting for the loo. My mother swears by these exercises and recommends them to all her clients at the beauty salon, most of them older women who are desperately clinging to their looks while their husbands get to age gracefully or disgracefully, going to seed without a care. Leaning closer to the mirror, I consider my face, which looks heart-shaped when I bundle my hair up into a topknot. I have grey eyes, a straight-edged nose, and an overly large bottom lip, which Henry likes to bite when we kiss. My eyebrows are like sisters rather than distant cousins because I refuse to let my mother near them with her tweezers and pencils. I am working early today, with a shift starting at seven. Henry is still in bed. He looks like a little boy when he sleeps, his dark hair tousled and wild, and one arm draped across his eyes because he doesn't like to be woken by the bathroom light. Henry could sleep for England. He could have slept through the blitz. And he doesn't mind when I come in late and put my cold feet on his warm ones. That must be love. I glance at my phone. It's not even six, and already I have four voicemail messages, all of them from my stepmother, Constance. I don't normally refer to Constance as my stepmother because we're so close in age, which embarrasses me more than her, and my father, not at all. What a cliché he turned out to be, running off with his secretary. I play the first message. Philomena, sweetie, did you get the invitation? You haven't replied. The party is on Sunday week. Are you coming? Please say yes. It would mean so much to Edward. You know he's very proud of you, and wishes... She doesn't finish the statement. He's turning 60, and he wants you with him. You're still his favourite, you know, despite everything. Despite everything, I scoff, skipping to the next message. Philomena, darling, please come. Everybody will be there. Bring Henry, of course. Is that his name? Or is it Harry? I'm terrible with names. Forgive me. Oh, let me check. I've written it down. Somewhere. Yes, here. Henry. Bring Henry. No presents. Two weeks on Sunday at four. Constance has a posh, braying voice that makes every utterance sound like ya-ra-ha-na-ya. She is the granddaughter of a duke or a lord who gambled away the family fortune a generation ago and doesn't have a pot to piss in, according to my uncles, who call her the Duchess behind her back. Henry stirs. His head appears. What time is it? Nearly six. He raises the bedclothes and peers beneath. I have a present for you. Too late. Please come back to bed. You missed your chance. He groans and covers his head. I love you too, I laugh. Outside, a dog begins furiously yapping. 
Our neighbour, Mrs Ainsley, has a Jack Russell called Blaine that barks at every creak and cough and passing car. We've complained, but Mrs Ainsley changes the subject, pointing out some act of vandalism or petty crime in the street, which is more evidence that society is unravelling and we're not safe in our beds. It's an 18-minute walk from Marnie Road to Clapham Common Tube Station, along the northern edge of the Common, past sporting fields and the skate park. I am wearing my half blues, with my hair pinned up in a bun. We're not allowed to wear our full uniform when travelling to and from work. Periodically, a politician will suggest the policy be changed, arguing that police officers should be more visible as a deterrent to crime. Cops on the beat, boots on the ground. I can picture my morning commute if I was in uniform. Random strangers would complain to me about school kids putting their feet on the seats or playing music too loudly. I'd hear how their neighbour doesn't recycle properly or has a dog that keeps crapping in their front garden. If trouble did break out, how would I call for backup without a radio? And if I made an arrest, where would I take the offender? Would I get overtime? Would anyone thank me?